Welcome to The Village Show, the only podcast that's half man, half chicken. I'm Zach. And I'm Anthony. And once again, we have no plan for today. Anthony, what are we talking about? We are going to be talking about, oh, bucks. Or chickens. chickens. We kind of said that simultaneously. Or talking about um, the fact that this is the first day we're actually recording in personae Zacharias. I think that was supposed to be Latin. Here we go. Welcome to the Build Show here, everyone. And let's begin, as always, in a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, thank you for bringing us all here together. Uh, in the community that you've created for us and the community that you have uh, brought to us. We pray that me and Zach would continue to follow your will and that we would, uh, you would grant us the words uh, through, the, through the grace and the power of your, the Holy Spirit uh, to speak and to speak your will. And we pray for everyone on the holidays and the, for Christmas coming up that they would keep you in Christmas, that you would, they would keep Christ and keep the meaning of Christmas and um, for anyone who does know you that they would use Christmas to strengthen their time or their, their relationship with you and for anyone who does not know you that um, through your through your um, providence that they would come to know you uh, through this Christmas uh, season and we pray that just everyone would have a wonderful time with their families and anyone who's alone would have you. We pray this through your words you taught us our Father, Lord in heaven Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Bonaventure, pray for us. In the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Boniface, nice. Yes, yes, I, I just learned uh, yesterday that his feast day is actually my birthday. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah, I about that. my my roommate told me that. Um, I thought it was actually really really cool. Nice. With rebels in hand, we begin the podcast. Excellent. <laughs> the idea is not to choke before starting to record. Exactly. <clears throat> I'm at a loss of like what um, to talk about. Oh, well, you're already on the air. Excellent. Think of <laughs> think of what they, if they did that on. Um, on, on radio shows that they came in like, so I don't really know what I'm supposed to be talking about. Like, what? What exactly? What are you wearing? What, what, what did you eat for breakfast? What are you wearing today? Well, I'm wearing tan pants today. Actually, they're very good. I was going to ask you, Zach, if you liked them. Um, I do. You do? Okay. I know it's not, not a guy question to ask. Like, Zach, do you like my pants? This <laughs> <laughs> is the weirdest way to start it. First, we started talking about chickens. We promised them we would talk about chickens. And now we're... What are, what are we doing here? What's I have a night. Oh, chickens. Yeah. We're, we're going to keep chickens. our promise. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, I asked Zach, um, like, we, were, we, just, we just got lunch. Uh, we, we drove. Okay, so we actually, we had a bit of fun uh, oh getting lunch. So, we're out. So, I, oh, so we had talked about last week that I moved. I'm sure a lot of you all know that. And, you know, congratulate me. I'll take a pat on the back if you guys want to text me any, um, Thank you. I don't know if you heard that. He gave me a pat on the back. We're in slash. person. I can give him a back slap. I can give him a high five. It's great. We're See? in person now. We're in person. We're so stinking excited, and it's it's so much easier on the editing now, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach's really happy about that. 
Uh, but I'm going to try giving it an episode a shot as well to edit. So. Yeah, if the last episode you heard wasn't edited well, blame Anthony. Yeah, that was, to take it. That was my fault. As of now, I have not edited it yet, but by the time you hear this, I have edited it. It's live in two days, and he hasn't touched it yet. So, well, <laughs> is it two days? I thought it was three. Two and a half days. Okay. Well, it should be done by tomorrow. In the, in the, in the if morning. you're listening to it, he's done it. Exactly, yeah. You can congratulations. You have you Thank successfully you. edited an episode. Excellent. Well Thank you. You guys can congratulate me too. And if you guys want to send me some like welcome gifts to the house as well, I would I would totally appreciate that. You're ruining the moment. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you killed it. No, it was going so well. It what moment? So well. What moment? Well, you, you were like totally like accepting it. Like you were going, it was going great. We were praising you, and then you were just like, "Awesome, take it and shoot to the moon with the pride of it." Oh well, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the only way you've got to do it. Um, I think we found our topic for the episode. Pride. I was also thinking about chickening out. That was one of my other oh. topics too. See, we promised chickens. There. Okay. Okay. There we go. We've got. We've got two topics. I think I like chickening out better though. Okay. So we were we were driving to, to to In and Out. I don't know if we can say that name. Yeah, we can. And we're just advertising for them. You're welcome, In and Out. Free advertising because we have a bigger platform than you. And that's, that's a bold statement. It is a bold statement. It is very bold. Continue. Anyways. We'll be like those TikTokers. You guys have to blow this up or else I'm going to be sad. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> come on, people. Thank but anyways, you, social media, for ruining our society. Exactly. But anyways, we were driving there, and this is kind of a new area for me. I'm down in South Scottsdale and everything, if you guys know the Arizona area. And we're trying to drive around, um, kind of by the 202 or Tempe Market places, trying to get to the In-N-Out right, um, right b- behind the 202. And we are driving around, and there's construction. And the first thing Zach is like, He's like, okay, you're going to take a right here. And I passed there because I couldn't figure out how to take a right because there was construction. So we took a U-turn. We come back. And now I take a left on the road. And we, um, we take a left. And we're driving down this road. And Zach goes, okay, here's your turn right here. And, and just right, we're heading towards the 202. And he's like, okay, here's your turn. And I think he's pointing at the 202. And I'm like, why does he want me to get on the 202? It's literally, <laughs> the in out's right here. I was like, maybe there's a turn in right there for the in and out. I was like, perfect. And he's like, nope, nope, it's right there, it's right there, and you missed it. <laughs> and then I go to the 202, he's like, perfect, yep, we can go on the 202. Awesome, awesome, <laughs> wonderful. And so we turn on to the 202, come back, go back in another square, and so on that square then, this is just kind of a, a, a slight, you know, funny story as to begin what I was talking about is my roommate had couple slide stories here so you guys are i hope you guys are following me um we need like bullet points yeah bullet what, points. We, need, we need bullet points in a slideshow we need i need to get one of a whiteboards because my whiteboard is back in my parents house and it's attached to the wall so i have to get another one oh. to bring into my room yeah. um i'll put it right by my bed i can there have you on the go. Walls when i wake up in the night with crazy dreams I just exactly <gasps> you can don't have to open your eyes you can just like strap a marker to your hand and then just be like oh there's an idea <laughs> exactly it's like a dream journal on the wall that's true mm-hmm I, I, I was thinking, like, you know, wakes up in the middle of the night and knows now all of a sudden, like, knows the key to time travel. It's just like, oh, wait, pull ahead a marker. Wait a second, there's one tape to my hand. And exactly. And stand up and he hits the board. Because you're alpha sleep, I think, is what it is, is when you're the most creative, when you first wake up in the morning. You know when you're like, thinking about sense, weird yeah. things? Okay. In the morning, you're like, like just, your mind just goes everywhere. That's when you're the most creative. So if you guys think you're not creative, pay attention to yourself in the morning. Go take a nap and then wake up and see how creative you are. Exactly. Yeah, and you like draw a picture or something. I would love to see that. Please send us all your pictures. That's, Please oh, DM it. us all your pictures. <laughs> that you drew after taking a nap by our request. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, whiteboard in the room. Slight tangent. Um, my roommate had, has six identical copies of the Diary of St. Faustina. And he told me, I asked him, I was like, I was like so, so white man, do you have six copies? And he looks at me with a smile and he goes, to give them away. <laughs> and like, very excited. 
And then, so he gave me one. He was like, he's like, would you like one? And I was like, sure. And now, as you learned from the two podcasts ago, I despise reading. I hate it. Now, I know that all men, you know, are supposed to study theology and stuff like that. So I should be reading, you know, theological books consistently. That should be like my free time when I'm not doing any reading for school because I'm a STEM major and the Lord has blessed me. Um, nice. I should be reading theology readings. And so I asked Zach in the car. He says, like, Zach, please make me read the uh, this diary of St. Faustina because I like 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 I need you to hold me accountable because I've been chickening out. And there's the tie-in. And there's the tie-in because I've been chickening out because he gave it to me and I was like I was like I've had all I've had some free time in this in this crazy day of moving out and having five shifts in the week, um, and I was just putting it off. I was like I was like blech like I'm not gonna. Like, I, I just don't feel like it. And so finally, Zach made me do it. Right before we, we, we started the podcast, actually, he made me read the first paragraph. And it's good. Like, you see the benefit from it, but I've just been not wanting to do it. Ah. Uh-huh. But that's okay. It's all good. It's a process. Exactly. And it's great because, the, like, it's... The Lord works in great ways, right? So we're talking about... Totally joking about chickening out, but it actually works great because now I think we can talk about courage. And I think that's, that's a big topic that's been coming up a whole bunch lately um, in my general thoughts and prayers. Um, so that's fascinating that you were talking about that. Um, like chickening out, like really being courageous in faith. That's huge, I think, especially, um, I mean, given the current, our day and age, just 2020 in general, um, was very much like a year that we needed to be courageous in faith in order to step out of literally our homes, but also figuratively our comfort zones, I think, as to how we are practicing our faith in a radical way because other opportunities to practice our faith in this, in, in, in like our normal ways those might have been canceled or unavailable or things like that. So cancel culture. Oh yeah. <laughs> welcome to welcome to twenty twenty. Uh, but it's almost it's almost twenty twenty one. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. Like I'm I'm excited, but at the same time it's like it's one of those years where it was pretty bad, but it was also one of those years where it's one of the most me- it's gonna be one of, obviously one of the most memorable years for mm-hmm. a while. A lot of people are gonna remember like what happened in twenty twenty and everything like that. And it's become like a um, I, we were talking about this in the car too, like a trend where people make like memes and, and stuff of like what 2020 has been like and everything like that. Um, where it's just like people I think are going to be able to grow from that. I don't know what's going to happen with 2021 if it's going to be like a, a, a psychological thing where it's like 2021, everything's fine now. Like people think it's not 2020 anymore. Right. Because it's not like you just flip a switch and all of a sudden like boom, 2020 is over. We can like forget everything that happened in 2021. Like it, it's going to carry over I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just hoping there'll be a, a steady path to getting better in a sense. I'm really improving on what we've what we've had this year, but but I agree on the on the courage standpoint. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of things that you know, we've been, we were we were places that had shut down worship and shut down um, churches and things like that very unconstitutionally. But courage needed to be taken to. By, by a lot of, by even the lay people as well as I think the, the leaders of the church, you know, bishops and things like that, to kind of take control. Because it, it looks as, we, we've talked about it, it's kind of going into a time of, of persecution. I mean, there's always persecution mm-hmm. of Christians, but a time where the safe place that we've kind of lived in of, of having free freedom of religion is threatened. Is threatened. And, I, and that's where I think we as young Catholics are really should be that's where the Lord is exhorting us to 
really really take 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 action because we have I don't want to call them old people, but we have like you know the previous generation of Catholics who you know who 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 have taught us and who have you know our parents and you know there's conference too who like the the previous generation of Catholics who are you know older and and things like that where they've their it is their job or their they've been you know growing us in the faith type of thing where it's like they're they're not the ones teaching us the faith but it's like we are the young catholics are kind of the future of the church okay so here's what i'm trying to say so you have i'm trying to like unravel what you were saying yeah i was like wait hang on i can see zach's face and he's like he's like really really thinking hard and i'm like he doesn't understand what i'm talking about like i get what you're saying but i'm just like this could be taken either very well or very poorly yes yes i'm trying to say so so think of it like this. Rephrase your question. So or your point. Imagine seeing a forty-five-year-old in daily mass. Nobody really is gonna come up to them and say, "Wow, man, I, that's just so crazy that you're here at daily mass." Like, I really commend you. But imagine seeing like a sixteen-year-old in daily mass. Everybody's gonna come up to them and be like, "Wow, like what a great young man! Like what a great young woman! Like that you are here in mass." And so it's more like we, us young Catholics are, I don't want to say rare, but us young Catholics are more of a novelty to, to people uh, and set more of an saying. example for people. Because like if more people are more likely to see a younger person and say, wow, um, mm-hmm. maybe I should follow their example because they seem like they're really mature rather than seeing like an, an older person um, where it's like, okay, like, well, yeah, like I've seen a bunch of like pe- people, like adults who are like religious and stuff like that. So we, us, us young Catholics really have to take the initiative to, again, I think going back to St. Francis of Assisi, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary use words, um, is where it's our job to be those examples and light and to be courageous. Um, they were like t- talking about courage, um, to, to get out there and, and kind of be that future of the church type of thing. Because, like, you're in the seminary right now to, to become a priest. Like, you are that future of the church where I think we're going, in, I think we're going to, to a time of persecution, it sounds like. We're, or my, milder persecution, maybe, like, getting people getting killed. Um, where, where it's, like, I think it's time for us to, to, to step up, I feel like. And I would agree, yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think, we're, I think what you're illustrating is, like, um, is really uh, going against the, the tide of culture. I think is, is I think I think that's what you're illustrating. Yep. Um, you know, because it's really I think it is it is very it's uncommon um, for for um, for younger people to to want to be religious. I think because it's mis- I, I think quite often in the church, especially it's it's they just don't understand the faith. Um, you know, so I mean that's where you'll find um, I think quite often like a lot of lukewarm um, teens and young adults. Because they just don't understand the faith, they haven't been taught the faith, and they haven't been given the gift of like the, you know, just being so excited about the faith. And I think that you know when you have those role models like the adults and the the good holy Catholic adults who can pass on that zeal for the faith, that excitement, that that understanding of what it is that we're that we believe and that we're practicing, that's when you get, <clears throat> excuse me, that's when you you have these young these younger people who um, who are living their faith in a public way. Um, I keep, you know, St. John Paul II speaking to the youth, be not afraid. You know, that's, a, it's huge because it's scary to go against the culture, um, where 
I don't think we're quite at the point where religion is viewed as is, is openly um, viewed as bad, but it's definitely something where it's like it's a, it's an, an abnormality. I think mm-hmm. um, that's how it's viewed right now. And so when you're doing when you when you're a part of an abnormality, it's scary to be out in the open and living an, a quote unquote abnormality of a lifestyle. Exactly. Um, and so when you have these young people who are courageous in their faith, who are you know going to daily mass, praying the rosary where other people can see them, um, doing these practicing these different aspects of the faith it's huge i think that's why you start you have these um i think that's why it's so inspiring too because it's it goes against the culture the the, the culture is telling us that you don't need religion you know excuse me i'm sorry that's the second time that i came through on the mic <laughs> dang it and I, I totally just killed the mood there dang it okay sorry wait back to where we were um it's so inspiring then to see um kids teens young adults going against the, the grain of the culture to live a life that is radical a life that is true and a life that is beautiful even if people that's why when people look at that kind of lifestyle from the outside even if they're not religious even if they're anti-religious if they just see someone living um, a devout life um, with a single-minded devotion to something or another but in this case the lord it's admirable because they're devoted and they're disciplined that's where it really gets inspiring because you can see that even at a young age they have chosen to accept the truths of the faith and they are living out those truths of the faith as they believe them yep. it's not like sweet i go to church on sundays yep jesus and the trinity and etc cetera, etc cetera. i believe all of that sweet fantastic i will do that on sundays it's an it's an it's an example of i believe all of this and because i believe all this i'm going to live because it is true not because it's something that has been given to me and i can choose to accept it or not I have, I have freely chosen this as my life. This is this is who I am. I am a child of God, and I'm going to live as a child of God. You know, and it's, we are royalty because we are heirs to the kingdom. You know, exactly. so I'm going to live my life like a son of God. Mm-hmm. You know, and just think about that right by itself. A son of God. Holy cow! It's that's, that's crazy. Insane. It's like actually to think like you are the son or daughter of the creator of the entire universe. Exactly. We are we are the adopted children of God. Like that's it's insane to think about. Take mm-hmm. to adoration. Just spend the entire adoration thinking about that. It's it's bonkers. And it gives you courage. I get things like, wow, my father is gonna just absolutely destroy everything. Like exactly. Like it's like just absolutely. There's nothing that can stop him basically, and I am his child. Exactly, and that's where the courage comes in, and that's where that's also where when you have these adults who have grown up living this faith, or even who have converted. I think converts especially. I'll touch on on converts in a second. But when you have the adults who have grown up believing this and really accepting this and living their faith as a child of God, um, professing their faith through their actions as well as their words, I need to stop burping. Oh my gosh. He drank the rebel too fast. He drank carbonation too fast. I just downed the whole rebel. Um, You hit the whole thing? Jeez. Oh, it's almost gone. It's almost gone. I've gotten like a quarter. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can see when these adults who have lived courageous lifestyles all their lives, you can see how they impact those around them. Um, and that's why I think, you know, take, take St. Anne's for example. I'm going to brag on our church real quick because it's awesome. Um, but you have such a, an awesome variety of ages at the church. You have multi-generational families going to mass together. You've got the old, the young, the in-between. You've got everyone going to mass and you can see examples of devout Catholics in all of these different categories. Um, all living out their faith, all practicing their faith in a unique way, in a devoted way, in a courageous way, um, regardless of their age. And that's what's so inspiring, because they're going against the grain of the culture. Mm-hmm. They are, okay, sacrificing, quote-unquote, what is bad 
to take what is good. So even when you think about it, they're sacrificing something that the world has given us, which is likely bad. You know, not all things in the world are bad, but a good deal of things are tainted by the world, yeah. by sinful nature. And so when you're, when you're quote-unquote sacrificing these things, you're not sacrificing anything. You're just getting rid of extra weight. Exactly, yeah. You're just, it's like, almost like when you're trying to make a ship go fast, like, good analogy, like you said, exactly. getting rid of extra weight. Like, you kind of want this, but it's like, you don't need it. It's, it's like, a, like you said, it's tainted. Mm-hmm. And so it's like tainting your, your speed of your ship, basically. Exactly. And I think it's where it touches on a lot of, you said, like having that courage and, and you know, seeing them the examples of the adults in our, in our life that like going against the grain of the culture is really where the living comes into it where it's like we, we talk about like what um, like what we do and like our, our experience to, but really like that that aspect of living your faith outside of Sunday Mass whereas everyone has a hard time on doing that being able to to take the that courage and say okay I'm going to live outside um, of I'm going to live my faith outside of just the church because mm-hmm. the church is where we all come together um, exactly. to, to, to worship and everything but then Outside, we want to make we want to, we want to make the whole the whole world holy. Exactly. Outside of our, our in our entire lives, which is where our, our living discernment comes into it, into play of living our 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 courageous faith. Exactly. It needs to be a lifestyle. It can't be a it can't be a weekend thing. Exactly. Oh man. As so we really take that courage into um, into into your daily life, and just like I, I I tend to like whenever I I. I'm about to do something that's like really difficult. Or like, like, ooh, mm-hmm. like I go into this, like my heart kind of drops. And I'm like, like, man. But then when you when you actually do it, and like you 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 kind of overcome that fear. You're like, I feel great. Like you feel like just like a giant. <laughs> you're like, yes. And so, being able to just like my, whenever I'm in the present, I might have different philosophies, and Zach you might have different um, experience with this. But whenever I'm trying to be courageous, my oh, I'm gonna burn, man. I'm gonna be like you, um, <laughs> and whenever I'm trying to do something creative, people are saying like, oh, like I have this technique to like do this. I'm just like head first and just like just go for hit it. the rocks and just like crush, crush it. Like that's, like I never really create techniques to do things. I just like do it with sheer willpower. Like that's like my technique for everything. And so when people say like, man, I can't do this. I'm like just, just power through. Um, mm-hmm. Like that's kind of my thing where it's like, I just put your head down and go. Um, but I don't know Zach if you have a different experience and like that's what I do to be creative. I just like, just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, like Nike. Again, more advertisements. Oh my gosh, we're giving out so much free advertising in this episode. Uh, Our twelve-person platform. Oh man. I, I mean, like, I mean, I think everyone's gonna have a different philosophy when it comes to like approaching challenges with courage. Exactly. Um, That's why I want to kind of hear what your what yours yeah. was. Um, I, I actually like to answer your question with a question. Um, could you give me an example of a situation where? Um, being create, and I think we'll, we'll classify what you're saying, I think is like just putting, putting your trust in, in the Lord and saying like, you know what, I don't know how to do this, but I'm just going to do it with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. I'm going to let you take care of the details, like that kind of thing. And let's go, you know, yep. doing it in the Lord. Like, like imagine, okay. Imagine somebody with their arms up, Oh boy. going like, like side to side and going ah! <laughs> into the, um, into whatever you're, you're doing like kind of, kind of like that. And then mm. with their back arched. And the arms back and just go in. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on. So, give me an example where you did that. <laughs> give me a... <laughs> no, that's an analogy. So I didn't actually like back arched and go. Um. <laughs> I, I, it, 
that's a I don't even know how to picture that. I'm picturing you on a football field running like that towards the quarterback. <laughs> like I'm picturing you blitzing a quarterback, going ah, ah! your hands in the air, running so fast that your like your back is arching. Like ah, gosh. Okay, that's gonna be posted on the Instagram. I'm gonna I'm gonna post <laughs> I'm gonna post a, uh, uh, a a quick demonstration for you all just to kind of understand what we're talking about. Um, (laughs) but anyways, anyways, give me, give me a practical example, practical example. Just, just yesterday, actually, where a customer asked me, I was, I was on, I was on window and I was, so I randomly found this scapular in my, uh, in my, uh, room. And so I wore it at work. I've been trying to wear it at work and I've gotten one and people noticed it and mentioned things about it. And so first, um, this was a while ago my coworker she mentioned it she's like oh nice necklace Anthony and I was like well it's just, I, I corrected I was like well it's a scapular I was like it's like a, it's like a holy uh, she was working so I just took a quick thing a holy, right. holy necklace uh, like a holy article and then my a customer came through and she was like oh like what's on what what's on your your necklace or something I was like oh it's a, it's a scapular and I was like I believe it. I had to look at it because I didn't know what it was I was like oh I was like it's Our Lady of Mount Carmel um, I was like you know I think I, I clarified I was like Mary um, I was like, you know, I like to to um, keep it keep it around me. I, I, I just started wearing it, uh, and just kind of giving her that that first impression. Like I think I said, like, oh, I'm Catholic or whatever, and then nice. giving her that impression. But it scared me when she asked me because I just wanted to be like, oh, it's like a scapular, just like not explain and just, like, what brush that it is. Off. Be like, oh, it's a scapular, totally normal. And what can I get you to drink? Exactly, yeah, and like not explain what it was uh. type of thing. And then she was like, oh, cool. And it was interesting because she was like, my dad has uh, Saint Raphael, and I was like is your dad Catholic? Oh. And she was like, yeah. Well, I said, are you Catholic? And she goes, well, my dad's Catholic. And so nice. she was in, implying that she's not Catholic. But I think just having that, that courage, just, or the courage to just, just say, you know what? I didn't, I didn't think of anything like, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do this. I was like, head down, we're going to explain it. And it was just kind of like, the Lord like, guided my mouth exactly. type of thing. And I don't know, maybe I planted a seed, maybe not. I'm up to the Lord for that. I'll never see her again. Right. And so the Lord will know um, how her heart is but but courage like that of being of, yeah. of being able to live your faith or like praying over your food in in public like when Ooh, you are about to eat a snack thing. yeah I, I just say you know what Lord here we go and like be intentional with with the sign of the cross and stuff like that and then just and I, I like to close my eyes when I pray so just like close my eyes and say Lord if someone walks by um, you'll use me as your instrument and if not then then I'm doing your will exactly so things like that just like small things that's cool. Yeah, I totally get that. That's awesome. Um, what about you? Let's see. A practical example for me. Um, you put me on the spot, by the way, with that practical example I did. question. You had a good one, though. <laughs> Thank you. Had, you had a great, great example. Um, gosh. I think... So, I think for, for me, um, one area where I need to be more courageous, and this is going to sound crazy, but is actually talking about God at seminary. Which is which sounds so weird, but it's one of those things where it's like you go into this into situations like this, and you know I'll use I'll use the other night as an example. Um, you know you're in situations where everyone around you is Catholic. Um, I'm in situations where everyone I talk to has been like in, been in the church for years, or they've they have like a they have, they have their their resume of all these crazy awesome things they've done for the church, um, and so it's like awesome, great, and you're you're all of a sudden you know everyone's focused on what you're doing for the church right now. Um, but we never really stop to talk about God, which is fascinating to me. Um, and I'd heard this before. I, I had never really experienced it or believed it, but 
it's it's crazy how even around like the, even around the counter at breakfast, um, you know, it, rarely does God enter the conversation. You know, we're we're having great conversations; they're awesome, holy conversations. Um, but very rarely will something come up where it's like, hey, you know, I saw I saw something in the news or something. Or for instance, I was I was thinking about this during adoration. What do you guys think as it pertains to a personal relationship with the Lord? And that's why we're there. We're supposed to be growing in relationship with the Lord and with each other as seminarians. And so all of that, all of that being said, you know, being in situations like on Tuesday, which was two days ago, um, we had a whole bunch of people over in the evening. We had, let's see, Knights of Columbus over. We had, for like a half hour, we had um, a family come over and drop off dessert for like a half hour or so. And then we had a whole bunch of uh, young men who were discerning the priesthood over for a discerner night, which is what we call it. And so it was like one event right after the other, just like from like 4.30 all the way until 8. It was just like one after another. It was awesome. But it was one of those situations where like when the Knights came over, we were having great conversations, you know, like where do you work? How how long have you been with the Knights of Columbus? Things like that. But we never got, you know, we never really talked about like, you know, why did you choose the Catholic faith? Why did you choose to live a Catholic lifestyle instead of, you know, maybe as an atheist? Or why did you, what, what was the reason for your conversion? why you know really diving deeper into our personal relationships with the lord um which is obviously something that's hard to talk about because it's a very personal thing but if we want to grow in relationship with the lord and with one another those are the things we need to talk about um, we need to talk about jesus in in, in politics we need to talk oh, yeah. about jesus in current events we need to talk about jesus in the church we need to say um very openly like you know where is the lord working here we need to be open to having those conversations, and that is somewhere I fail all the time. Because you, you, again, you always assume everyone's Catholic. There's no reason to talk about it because we already share that as a common ground. It just doesn't come to mind. But I think it's more important than ever that we have those those conversations about the Lord, about God, um, about the way the Lord, about the way the Spirit is working in the world and in our lives. It's more important that we have those conversations there um, more than ever anywhere else because we take it for granted. We tend to take it for granted. And so um, I think I need to have courage in those situations where all these great Catholic people, and that's the last situation where I should be nervous about getting weird looks. Right. Because everyone's Catholic, right? Right. So if I said something, you know, like, hey, you know, did you see, um, or like I had this great time in adoration yesterday. It was crazy, you know, sharing graces. And we do this on, on Wednesday evenings, we share graces um, with just the guys at the house. But support. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It's so cool. But being, I think we need to do that more as Catholics, as um, we'll, call, we'll call them quote unquote veteran Catholics. Um, you know, we need to do this more often and share how the Lord is working and not just presume that the Lord is present in our conversations. Mm-hmm. We need to invite Him in. Yep. I think that's huge. No, yeah, that's a totally agree. And that's where it gives you practice as you're, like you said in, in, the, in the seminary, where it's like, you, like this is the last place you should be nervous and stuff like that. When you exactly. talk about it there, it gives you, I think it gives you. Makes makes you more and more comfortable, and like makes it a habit to then talk about it outside there as well. Exactly. Um, in the real world, I also like how you presented one where it's like where you need to work on courage because we all know that you're very courageous. But like you prevent presented something that was like, oh, I need to work on courage. Kind of, you know, we're we're both human type of thing. Like mm-hmm. I um, remember one time, it's a quick quick story as well as I was at a camp. It was I'd always gone to Christian camps, mm-hmm. but. I was at a heart camp um, for for kids with heart conditions, and it was a very rough around the edges type of th- type of thing. Mm. And I had brought a prayer book, and 
this is one of the times where I failed miserably in, in uh, courage. I think I was like 14 or something. And one of my kids in my cabin was like, oh, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's just a book. Um, I was like, oh, it's just a, uh. it's a book. And I, I didn't say, I, I just avoided the question flat out, like, didn't, didn't say that it was like a, a prayer book or anything like that because I was just so terrified. And then, then that night I was like, I, I looked at the Lord and I was like, it's time for you to help me be, I didn't think I said courageous, but I was like, that was the last time I that I, that I was going to do that. I was like, I'm going to say things like that. So I was, that was a big, I'm always going to remember that as a, as a big like nice. step in, in being courageous of the Lord kind of being, being like, like I could kind of feel the Lord being like, wait, what? Like, like, right. Like, you know, also thing was like, what? <laughs> Everything's so like, What's we're, going on here? like, we're both like, you, we're both human. We're still working on courage. So don't feel discouraged. Like, if you're like, wow, like, these guys are so courageous. Like, I can't be like that. I, we're, Dude, I fail every day. <laughs> right. About. It's like, we're, we're both working <laughs> in this together type of thing. Like, I presented like, oh, I'm so courageous at work. But no, like, we're both totally working on that and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I know I would feel discouraged. Like, wow, these two great guys are just way better than me. No, it's totally not right. Um, we're, we're not better than anybody else. Um, and I think, I think it even goes beyond like conversations too. But I think, um, cause I mean, one of the biggest aspects of the faith is, um, or one of my, I, I shouldn't say it, I shouldn't say that. I mean, more accurately, I'd say one of my favorite aspects of the faith is doing small things in secret, you know, living oh, yeah. the, like, you know, go to your inner room, lock the door so that when you, what you do in secret, your father receives in secret and will repay you. You feel like um, a super spy. Right. It's like the whole St. Nicholas kind of vibe, like doing, like performing charitable works in secret. It's so great. Um, and that's where it's important to have courage for those things too, because often you'll be prompted by the spirit to do these small things, just like totally like out of the blue, like, Oh, you know, I'm picking up my plate and I'm going to go put it away. And like, I see that the dishwasher is clean. It's full of clean dishes. And I could totally just walk away and go back upstairs and be like, Oh, I got to go back and do school. You know, I'm busy. But in those moments, the Lord is calling you to be courageous and say, you know what, I'm going to take an extra five minutes out of my day, and I'm going to say, I'm going to make someone's life easier and empty the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. You know, being courageous in those small things, I think, is one of the hardest things because it's so easy to just be like, well, I have other things to do. Exactly. And, and the thing is, it's totally okay to do that too, but you're missing out on such a great opportunity to perform these small works, these small acts of charity for the Lord, which have huge um, positive repercussions. Mm-hmm. No, the graces that come from those small positive things. repercussions. I don't even know if that's the proper term. <laughs> I have repercussions are just always like punishments, so I just said positive repercussions. Small bring great graces is what I was trying to say. <laughs> positive punishments, um, y'all. It's a positive punishment. Well done. I, I positive know. punishments. Positive <laughs> chastisement. <laughs> but but I know I agree. Like because you're 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 kind of doing like, well, no one's around, so like you like. You think in your head like, well, no one's gonna be like, oh, thank you for doing my dishes or something like that. So you're like, no one sees that I'm not being courageous, but really like, the Lord has got His eye on you, <laughs> kind of thing. Like, but it's like, but not not just watching you like, well, he didn't, he wasn't courageous, but like, we're, he's we're, inviting you. I think that's the thing. It's like it's an open invitation. Right, exactly. It's not like go, well, you should probably do this, but it's like, here, come into to my arms and like be exactly be uh be holy and be charitable. Right. We we've been invited. Like, why would we say no? Exactly. That's, yeah. Like, think of getting a party invitation, unless you've got other plans, um, like, why, why would you say no that your other plan, like, this is a terrible analogy, because now I'm saying, like, like it's okay, other, it ties in. Because I was going to say, like, our do. other plans are, like, like, what if they're, they're with another like, good friend, you have to say no, but, like, I guess in this way, sense, it's, like, what if your plans are, like, something bad, and then you, the Lord gives you, like, a party invitation, you're like, well, 
well, wait a minute, like, why would you, why would you not accept that type of thing? But then I was, then it was a bit odd because I was like, wait a second, what if you, you don't want to like decline something that's actually good? Um, the, the, <laughs> the wedding feast in heaven is the biggest party ever. We've mm-hmm. all been given an invitation. And because we were chickens here on earth, but we've been redeemed, they will serve fried chicken in heaven. Yes! From KFC. Canes. And Canes. Popeyes. That's three more restaurants to add to the free advertisement list. Canes, Popeyes, and KFC. I mean, the Lord created all the CEOs and the people who made it, so it that, should be that's there. That's true. Everything does come from the Lord. That's yeah. true. But the Lord will have it. I wonder what the Lord's in, favorite in, fried in chicken a, in is. A, in a beautiful stroke of irony and humor, <laughs> we who were chickens on earth will now receive chickens in heaven. Fried chicken in heaven to eat in the glory of God. So, guys, we'll see you all in heaven with the fried chicken. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know how heretical that was, but man, I like the sound of it. God's up there. He's frying up the fried chicken right now. He's got his air fryer, and he's like, all right, folks, here we go. <laughs> you cracked the code. Well done, guys. He's like, got your fried chicken in heaven. Now go be courageous. Yeah, for every time you choose to be courageous over being a chicken, you get one more chicken to eat in heaven. One chicken finger. Or one, an entire one chicken. You get one chinger. Chicken one chinger. Chinger. I just learned what that was, by the way. Oh, yes. It was... <laughs> That's a, that's a side story for other time, but I chicken what, fingers are chingers, just FYI. What's the Lord's favorite chicken? Finger. Oh, gosh. I feel like this was... Wasn't this widely contested on socials a while ago? Was it? It was like between Popeyes and Canes, I feel like. Or Popeyes and Chick-fil-A or something. I don't know. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Okay, there's another fourth one. My gosh. Fried chicken is just good in general. Oh, I agree. It's tough to mess up a chicken strip. Especially if you get some, like, buffalo sauce on it and fry it with it. Bingo. That right there is a gift from God. Now imagine that times a thousand. That's what it's going to be like. In That's heaven. the wedding feast in heaven. Woo, woo. See, it's worth being courageous, people. Go, go be courageous. Go empty the dishwasher. If go. just for the food. <laughs> if only for the food. But, but more than that. Out of, okay, we're going to we're gonna end it with this. Union with what, God. Union with God. What our souls <laughs> and what everyone is made for is union with God to satisfy our one fundamental human need. Exactly. Don't do good works because of the glorious fried chicken in heaven. Do good works because you love Jesus. And because you want to be united with him in heaven. Exactly. Uh, and Okay, we're going to tie it back around uh, with the St. Oh, is it St. Bonaventure? St. Faustina. Or St. Bonaventure, Oh, St. Faustina or St. Uh, Bonaventure, either one. But you know, the small things... St. Teresa, that's who it is. St. Uh, Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Number Teresa. Um, you know, the oh, small know acts of charity, or like, do everything with a smile. Or yeah, something like that. Do all small things with a smile. Yeah. Exactly. Or, or, or other quotes where it's like, wash the dishes not because um, you're told to, but because you love the person who will use them next. I've seen a towel. Yeah. Your mom has a towel yeah. that says that. <laughs> things like that, where you're doing these small things not because it's a chore, not because there is a reward involved, but because you love the person who gave you the invitation. You love the person who made you. You love the person who is inviting you to the eternal chicken finger party in heaven. Exactly. Fried chicken in heaven. Fried chicken. Let's go love all of it. Let's go and love everyone and be courageous and eat chicken. <laughs> well, I think, did we talk about chickens enough? Did you, did you, are you satisfied? We promised you chickens. Are you satisfied now? We deliver on our promises. <laughs> You're welcome. Fried chicken and have a day. I have nothing else. Any, uh, give me, give me a, a funny outro. Ready, go. Pagot! <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Oh, wait! Oh, just kidding. Hang on, there's, a, still there's, here. there's a chicken joke. Um, oh, shoot. No. Shoot, what's the one with the, the, um, the, the chicken one? There's someone gave me a chicken joke and I forgot because it's, it's Pagot. It's Pagot! <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, you're in the punchline. That's the problem. Wait, 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 wait. It's, it's, um, 
Well, yeah, why did the chicken cross the road? Because. <laughs> That's so bad. That, that was the joke <laughs> we were looking for. I was cracking up at that one. <laughs> Tell the punchline before the actual joke. Golly. And that, that, my friends, take that into your lives and share that chicken joke. Go be courageous. Pray for us. We're praying for you guys, too. Love you all. Peace out. Peace. Thank you.